Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men podcast. I am Renee Coleman, once again sitting in Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge yes. in the heart of the Clempire. Yes. With my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled that Times. That is me. And future mayor of New Orleans. I am here. Mr. Manny Chevrolet. What's well, happening? Welcome, man. Manny. Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Man, it's been What's a, so good? It's been a very, very busy week. I have oh, yeah? hardly had a free moment. Yes. It's been going from what one... What have you been doing? Well, so I had uh, two different groups that I had to play gigs with oh. uh, and, and play music that I hadn't played in some time. The first one was uh -huh. Loose Cattle. We just made this new record, and uh, about half of the record was songs we'd never played live. We just were kind of written... Uh, you okay. know, right before we went in the studio, so we had a live gig. We had to prepare all of those to play them live for the first time, and uh, and then a couple of days later, I had uh, a, a gig with our guest tonight, and uh, it was playing music that we had recorded on a record of his a couple of years ago, uh -huh. and we hadn't ever played the music live myself. You know, just hadn't played the music since we were in the studio with it. So. Uh, so Loose Gravel is the name of this band awesome. of yours. L loose Cattle. Oh, Loose Cattle. Loose Cattle, and then uh, uh, nothing the, like Loose Change, though, right? No, no, not not exactly. No, uh, okay, no. and how um, did that go? Uh, that gig went great. Yes, yeah. it was uh, DBA, and uh, all the songs came off, and uh, yes, uh, it's, it was uh, very successful. Now people gig. came to this. They did. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was the Thursday. It was right after we recorded the last podcast. So it was, uh, the next all night, right. and, yeah, it had well, a good, I'm happy for good you. turnout, yeah. and and. And the, the gig with our guest was on Sunday, and that uh -huh. was a very good turnout. And uh, uh, on Saturday and Sunday, while, all, while I was trying to prepare all that music, I was uh, supervising some uh, work on a couple of rental properties of mine. I had to have oh, a yeah? floor replaced, uh, tile floor replaced on one of them, and... That uh, just required me, uh, you know, driving back and forth and getting materials and and. Uh, so you did it yourself? No, no, no. I hired somebody. You hired to do people? It. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A company? Uh, yeah, yeah. A licensed company? Well, I didn't check anybody's licenses. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, because I, you're so cheap, you well, try to go, I, I, I did, uh, you know, pay under the table. I, I did pay them in cash, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they were qual it was quality craftsmanship. These really? guys knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it wasn't this guy who's hanging out outside. No, it? no, no, it wasn't Figgy. It was, uh, but uh, okay. But uh, no, these guys are probably asleep already, man. These guys wake up early in the morning. They, uh, they now were they, they Hispanic? Uh, they were, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and you found them at Home Depot? No, no, no. I've known these fellas for a long time. They've they've done work for me, for different people in my family. Really? Yeah, and you yeah, trust them? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. no, I, I leave them in my house. You know by themselves now that's that you would oh yeah absolutely totally trust them okay well that's great yeah 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 so, so you had a couple of good gigs well gigs and then and then uh you know i've been preparing because i'm leaving town at uh 6 a.m tomorrow morning to why climb in the van with uh john papa grow oh, and uh, God. Uh, go on this this two-week trip that so you have next week off manny but, uh, oh, I have two weeks off, then, if you're going for two weeks. Well, then uh, we have a podcast two weeks from tonight, because I'll get home uh, uh, on well, Sunday. You, so. you say we will, but maybe something will come up in the next well, two weeks. Well, where, that's, that's possible. You know, maybe I'll have a gig. Okay, well. You know? Uh, well, okay. You man, know? That's, that's well, aren't possible. you getting a little old to be going out in a cramped van with a bunch of fucking stinking musicians well, and packed just... instruments? <laughs> going, you know, I mean, you're fucking 59, 60 years old. You know, fuck. 
fuck? What's the fun in that? Well, I still enjoy playing, man, and uh, it, and it's. I it's, know, but the grind of doing that. Why, wouldn't it be better if you just had a big bus or something? Now you're going to be in some cramped van with well, some the, fat the, fucks who no, stink. No, the, the, no, but everybody has good hygiene. It's not crowded. It's I'll have a whole bench to myself. It'll be really, uh, yeah, 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 comfortable accommodation. How big is this van? Well, it's a it's like a 15 passenger van. Then they have a trailer for the equipment, so oh. we don't have any equipment. And in, who in drives? Uh, John drives. He's got a saxophone player who drives. Uh, Alex Mallet, the guitar player. And you're going into some severe weather, though, man. Uh, it could be, but I think we're going to luck out. I think it's it's going to be like between 20 and 40 degrees and mostly dry. Wherever oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, I, I Well, have, good luck with that. Thank you. Thank you, man. You know. <laughs> What's been going on Like with I you? say to them all of them, been nice knowing you. Sure, sure, <laughs> you sure. Know? Sure. You know, I mean, it's good. I mean, it, it, it's over, Renee. You know, come on, <laughs> you're 60 years old. You're going to be in a cramped van. Why, why don't you some... put those headphones on so you can hear yourself? I can hear yourself fine. No, I can hear me fine. You don't hear how loud you are, is what I'm saying. <sighs> anyway, anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it could go south, but uh, you know, I'm, I no, I, but you're going north. <laughs> right, right, right. You know. We're going north, and hopefully the trip won't go south. But uh, yeah. But I have uh, high hopes, and I'm looking forward to a smooth, smooth trip here. So do the little ants. They had high hopes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The, the ants with the rubber tree plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They had high hopes, too, Renee. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, now, you. why did you take this gig? Because uh, I'm a working musician, man. You just want to get away from the family. Uh, no, Is that I'm it? a work. When, when, when people call, you know, when you're a freelance musician, when people call, you say yes. That's the, that's, that's the answer. Now, what's going on with your other band, the Iguanas. Well, you What's know, the going Iguanas on? have been on a little bit of a, a break because uh, uh, one of the guys had some surgery on his hand, and, and uh, so he's been healing up from that. Excessive and, masturbation. Well, I'm not sure what the exact <laughs> cause was, but uh, really? I know that it was interfering with, with his ability to play I guess it was Joe. Instrument. I'm saying it's Joe. No, I'm, I'm not going to say who it was, but... Uh, well, then why but, do you bring it up? Well, because you asked. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I don't need to... I don't need you could have just said, oh, yeah, we're not playing. Well, uh, you know, I figured I could. You I said could somebody say, had to I have say, hand right. hand surgery, right? Right, and that was you true. Know. So we don't so. need to to get any into any more detail than that. Anyway, the the surgery was successful, I believe. So we'll be uh, back to playing uh, shortly after I get back from this trip. We're going to South by Southwest and uh, playing a few dates there in Austin with the iguanas. So we'll be uh, okay. Right back on it. Well, so, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So what's been going on with you, man? Nothing. Absolutely okay. nothing. All right. I work, I sleep, I uh-huh. eat, I drink. Okay. That's pretty much it. All right. I don't do anything else. I did notice, so uh, apparently this is the last day of Black History Month. Last day of February, right? Yeah, February it's the last day. And it's funny how they give the black people the shortest month of the year. Yeah, they always uh, you know, mention that. Yep. You know... And usually, Black History Month, would, years and years ago, it would have been uh, uh, these KKK guys hunting them down and saying, your oh, history, oh, that kind of stuff. Oh, well, thankfully, we've moved on from that. Yeah, yeah. well, have we? Well, uh, I to, don't to know. some degree, there's been progress. There's plenty more to make, for sure. Yeah, there's plenty of progress to make. But yes. uh, also, I heard uh, our one of my favorite venues that I haven't been to in years has closed down. One-Eyed Jacks is no more. I saw that. Yeah, it's no more. Well, you know, they had moved from the the uh, 
Toulouse Theater location to that uh, spot on on Decatur that's been like everything from uh, Margaritaville at one time, then it was BB King's Club, and then then last time I went to One Eye Jacks, it was there. It seems kind of like a, a cursed location, frankly. It's, it's good. Well. <laughs> It's been hard for uh, anybody yeah. to make a go of that spot. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, speaking of being cursed, I uh, I had some uh, Oriental food the other day. Okay. And I opened the uh, fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was the worst fortune ever. Okay. Go on. I mean, it was awful. It made me almost puke my meal. It <laughs> said, "You have a chance to help someone out right now in a big way." Okay. I was like, well, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not doing that. Turned your Why would I want to help someone out? I'm not helping anyone out. You know, but the cookie said that, and uh, yeah. it was crazy going nuts. Okay, well, maybe the cookie knows more than you do, Manny. Maybe, I, uh, maybe how would the, a cookie know more than me? Well, <laughs> the only thing, the only guy, the only <laughs> I don't thing think it that, would be uh, hard. Yeah, that would be pretty hard, Renee. Come on, no, get it together. I said I don't think it would be yeah, very hard. You know, it, you know, how would a cookie? The only thing that was good about the cookie were the uh, uh, lottery numbers on the back. Oh yeah, you know, you, you hit uh, a number. Uh, no, I didn't hit a number. Okay, well, but it was those... close. It was close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, so anyway. That's encouraging. Yeah, yeah you got to keep en- that mic right by yeah, your mouth, Gaston. Uh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, you know, it's like, it's like uh, uh, I heard, uh, you know, my wife is religious. Oh, is she? And her family's religious. And they dragged me to church the other day. Really, man? Yeah. And now, how long it had been? How long let had me it been? Finish my bit. Yeah. Okay, man. All right. okay, <laughs> okay. This guy, your ear is your tool. Sure. Listen. Okay. All right. All right. Comedy. All right, all right. Your ear is your biggest tool. Comedy. Anyway. Um, uh, well, well, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you, they dragged you, know, you to church. Yeah. <laughs> they dragged uh, you to church. And you know what? I found out about church. Hmm. There's no free Wi-Fi at church. Huh. Did you know that? Mm, okay. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm trying to watch the game, and there's no free Wi-Fi <laughs> at church, hmm. which I find, you know, crazy going nuts. Inconsiderate. You know? Yeah, inconsiderate. But it, what's also considerate, though, about the church is I heard that uh, uh, on St. Patrick's Day falls on a Friday this year. Mm-hmm. So the New Orleans Archbishop uh, has decided to let all Catholics eat meat on that day. <laughs> you know, so watch out, altar boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, a, uh, watch out, altar oh, boys. Have a, 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 a robust know. appetite, you Yeah, think? and you know what? Uh, uh, listen, uh, you know what the only uh, meat a priest eats on uh, Friday is none. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. The oh. old ones are the best. <laughs> yeah. ones. like that. You know. But anyway, uh, he, they seem like good people. I don't know. Okay. You know, they they had it out a basket, and I threw up in it because I was so <laughs> hung over. You know. Okay. He thought it was like a the yeah. the, the sick bag on the airplane. Yeah, but I don't celebrate St. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. I, I really don't. Don't. But apparently, the uh, the big parade that they have out in Old Metairie, the St. Patrick's Parade, is uh, they are not allowing them. They've decided not to throw potatoes. Because apparently over the years they've thrown potatoes and lemons and limes, mm-hmm. and they're not throwing them this year because of uh, uh, it's dangerous. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Their insurance rates went up mm-hmm. for this parade. For the potatoes. Yeah, right, because people right. were getting hit in the head. Right. Or, sure. You know, you got these, uh, these, these, these guys in KKK outfits on a, on a float, and <laughs> they're throwing potatoes at people, and some right. of them get a little drunk. And they think they're Nolan Ryan, you know, and they start throwing these potatoes and people get hit, right? you know, and so they, they, the captain of the crew said no more. Mm. Yeah, I like your hat, man. Thank you. I'm not a big hat person, but that one seems kind of cool. Okay. I I won it in a Trivial Pursuit contest. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That was the big prize? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hat? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. You got to step yeah. up your... Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's uh, going on. Uh, okay. Other than that, nothing's really going on. I, I, the only thing that I heard uh, lately is, uh, you know, our president, his, uh, his approval rating is really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really low. Uh, uh-huh. Biden. Right, right. Biden President, is President his Biden, name. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe uh, Biden. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I kind of like him, um, but apparently uh, he's getting a bunch of flack mm-hmm. because him and his wife went out to dinner in D.C. the other night, and people are freaked out and giving him all sorts of shit about it. Is that him and his wife ordered the exact same thing? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're married, you have a significant other, I don't know if you're gay, you have a partner, or it doesn't you're really LGBTQ, whatever, yeah. bin- binary, I it don't know. It doesn't really matter. But when you go out to eat, usually, you know, uh, like the wife and I, we, we'll get a share, couple. Share we'll, back Yeah, we'll get something different mm-hmm. each, you know, like mm-hmm. she'll get some fish and I'll get some duck or whatever, and we'll, ha- we'll share it. Mm-hmm. But the Bidens got the same exact thing. Okay. They got... They really liked uh, it. They both got a chicory salad. Okay. With grilled bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And then they both got butter. the rigatoni. Must be good, man. But I mean... I don't get it. I mean, I get they're old enough; they can do what the fucking want. He's the sure, president. Sure, you know, yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> the thing was, they got that for dinner. They ordered the exact same thing. But for dessert, they ordered something different. All right. All right, brother Dave Clements. Just uh, oh, it's too late for that. <laughs> he said, "Don't talk any shit about him." Yeah. Yeah. Right. But for dessert, they ordered something different, which was crazy, going nuts. Our president got a lap dance with Jello. For okay. dessert. All right. Didn't see that coming. And the, the wife first, didn't want the same the thing. The first lady got a stuffed vibrator. Okay. Didn't you see know. that one coming yeah. either. So mm-hmm. you know. So the you know it's crazy going nuts. Yeah, that's a, mm. a, a odd choices on the uh, on the menu. But uh, <laughs> well, I don't. Who doesn't like a lap dance as well, a guy? Yeah, you know, just I never like seen lap never dance. seen it on a on a restaurant menu. But uh, well, he's the president. You know, DC. Yeah, I yeah. guess guess you can order whatever you want. You order whatever you want. Right. Right. Well, you know, uh, we should get to our guest, but I, I saw a sad note on the way out of the house, man. He, uh, uh, he saw the your house is for sale. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> news to me. No, the uh, uh, Tom Sizemore, the great Tom Sizemore. Uh, oh yeah, the degenerate he's dead, and, yeah, and dope yeah, fiend. Yeah. Well, he's not dead yet, but he's uh, 
His he, family is he, pulling the he's, plug. He's not far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're pulling the plug. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, he was a good guy. Uh, you yeah. ever cross paths with him out there in L.A. No, in not Alvarado really. Street. No, no, I never really saw him. He was a dope fiend. Well, yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Know, you might have known him. Um, he was um, he was a good guy. I, I thought he was a very uh, some very. He's been in some really good movies. Yeah, where, he's a pretty good actor, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, you know, well, it happens, man. Look at uh, River. Look at uh, sure, sure. Look at uh, uh, Joaquin. Look at uh, Jack. Look at Warren. <laughs> look at Al. Look at Robert. Look right. at them all. Look at look them. at John. Okay. Do you know what John I'm talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew the other names, right? Warren Beatty? Yeah, there you uh -huh. got it, man. Uh -huh. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I might have uh, pictured a couple of no, them. they're all good guys. Mm -hmm. Most of them are dead now, I think. I have no idea. You know, mm -hmm. Jack's got dementia now. Really? Oh, yeah. Jack Nicholson? Yeah, he's got mm -hmm. dementia oh, now. It's terrible. Uh, and um, he's still, he sits at home all day, you know, practicing his acceptance speech. Basically, is what he does. <laughs> well. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's all he can okay. do. But, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I met one of his daughters at the Hard Rock uh, Club in L.A. Me and a buddy of mine, my roommate, who wasn't the most attractive of guys. He was a very hilarious friend of mine. He was kind of like a Woody Allen type guy. Mm -hmm. And me and we were roommates. We knew each other from high school. Mm -hmm. We walked down to the Hard Rock Bar and Club. We go in there. And we're, I'm trying to get him laid, basically. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to introduce him to girls and stuff. It was very hard. You know? mm -hmm. Anyway, we're talking to these two very fine young women. And one of them happens to be Jack Nicholson's daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm trying to set my friend up with her, and she keeps talking about um, she just came back from horseback riding, you know, mm -hmm. and I said, I had a horse once, you know, back in Mexico, I had a horse, got killed by a truck, uh, but that's another story. But anyway, she, uh, she turned out to be, I think she's now some kind of fashion, I don't know what the hell she does now. But I was like, your dad is Jack Nicholson? She's like, who cares? She was like, who cares? Buy me another drink. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care, my dad. Anyway, let's go move on. We'll introduce you okay. because you're exciting okay. to me. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, seems, seems like time we get to our guest. Okay. Uh, so, yes, as I said, our, our guest, uh, maybe I haven't said this, but uh, he's a phenomenal, some, some would say transcendental uh, pedal steel guitar player also really? multi-instrumentalist also uh, plays guitar and banjo he's, he's a composer uh, a songwriter singer and band leader he's uh, he's got a couple of records out in the last few years uh, uh, one a jazz record uh uh, by Way of the Moon, another is kind of a singer-songwriter record that actually I played on and with uh, Doug Garrison from the Iguanas called uh, uh, Easily Rider. He's worked with all kind of terrific artists, Brian Blade, Joni Mitchell, Peter Rowan, Ruthie Foster, Coco Robichaux. We'll get into all of that. Uh, but for now, without further ado, the great Mr. Dave Easley. Welcome, Dave. Hey, thanks for having me come by. Yeah, man. Great to be here. Now, you say you're a banjo player? Well, 
I sometimes I play the banjo. It's, Can you uh, ever play a sad song on the banjo? Because <laughs> it always seems like it's happy every time that, I hear a banjo. Um, Steve Martin yeah, said that exactly. That's um, why I'm bringing that up, right? Um, he's a good I, banjo. Player. He, he's 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 terrific. He's amazing. Yes. Um, I. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm not sure if sad is the word. There are some minor key banjo songs, right. some that with some, maybe some where the lyrics have more. Now, have you ha- serious, ever met some uh, like kids like from Deliverance who just rock on the banjo <laughs> in your travels? Um, um, oh well, um, when I was a kid. Now, now, see, my banjo playing is really a lot. It's really a remnant of my. Uh, teenage years okay and um because after that i started playing steel guitar and got more into that i I still play a little bit but the uh in those days i used to play bluegrass festivals and we we did know um some bluegrass families where the the everybody in the family uh plays all the bluegrass instruments Uh and they you know and usually like they're uh um they're in a a a religion you know like a a, a old-fashioned or something yeah yeah, some type of old-fashioned um they worship satan (laughs) (laughs) it's all jesus Uh, but they're handling snakes sometimes right I know I hadn't seen that, but yeah, yeah, it's a traditional like Appalachian type of right, thing. Right, right. Yeah, I right. Now you were saying that was kind of the first thing you did was in in the music business was was play in a bluegrass band, right? Well, play well, banjo that's the, yeah. Some of my first gigs were were with uh, bluegrass bands. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's go back a little bit before that. So um, you're not from like you live up in uh, on the North Shore now, right. like Covington or Pontchartrain or somewhere around there, but uh, you're not from this area are you no i was born in hilo hawaii and i grew up in champaign illinois central illinois huh now how long did you live in hawaii um just when i was a little kid uh uh, yeah so by the time i started kindergarten i was in illinois you're a military child um no no my dad uh, your parents were dope dealers (laughs) uh no no my my dad he worked for the Navy at at one time during the war, but then uh, by the by the time I was born, he had given that up a long time. Okay, before you know, at least ten years. And how prior. many siblings do you have? I had uh, three brothers. Okay, no older, sister. younger. Uh, two older brothers and and a younger brother, and a sister. No sisters. No sisters. No sisters. So, so the steel guitar. When I, I was thinking, maybe the you know your pedal steel playing or steel guitar might have come from your time in in Hawaii, which has a great uh, you know slack key guitar tradition there. But uh, do you do you think any of that seeped into your uh, uh, unconscious while you were there? Oh well, yeah, because um, well, we used to see uh, pe- musicians and stuff, but. The uh, thing is, um, uh, we had uh, Hawaiian records and, and stuff like that, so I, I always was familiar with what okay. what the music sounded like. And um, I didn't start playing steel until I was 18 years old, but um, when I was a kid, I would see people on TV playing them, and I'd say, that's what I want to play. And now Who was that on TV? Oh, probably like... Um, the uh, the the guy that played with the King family, uh, re- really famous, uh, the Talking Steel guitar of 
Oh, gosh, you embarrassed Pat me. Boone. I can't. We'll, we'll, <laughs> Pat we'll, Boone. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll think of it later. Right, we'll, right. Well, um, so I was going to ask you about some of your your uh, your steel guitar influences, but mm-hmm. uh, d- did you know of a guy, Johnny Bonvillian here? Oh, sure. I knew Johnny. Okay, so I you did. knew him personally. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Johnny... Like, so he was playing on the radio when he was a little kid, playing on WWL, you know, 50,000 watt clear channel. Mm -hmm. And I've heard guys in Nashville talk about how they were hearing Johnny play Uh uh, pedal steel out of New Orleans and that Johnny influenced. So an AM station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WWL, same same one that's still there now, but he he would go and play. And that Johnny actually was influencing Mm -hmm. guys in Nashville Mm -hmm. in in their uh, pedal steel. Right. I can see that. I can see that. You know, yeah. there's a, a crazy story that, that uh, you know, the country artist Spade Cooley, mm-hmm. who's like a uh, sure. swing artist. Right. So he had a, a whole deal where he was supposed to have, a, he was lined up to have a, a weekly one-hour television show. It was going to mm-hmm. be on, like, ABC or something. And he mm-hmm. put together a whole band to do that. And Johnny Bonvillian, he got Johnny to, to play mm-hmm. pedal steel. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Moved Johnny out and the whole band out to to uh, California in preparation mm-hmm. for the show. Mm-hmm. Of uh, a couple of weeks before the show was was set to start taping, uh, Spade Cooley went crazy and killed his wife. Oh, <laughs> and uh, right. and right. you know got yeah. arrested and of course the show got canceled and Johnny yeah. Bonvillian's like, oh well, I guess I'll move back to Gretna and uh, you know just so, play, play oh, some music jobs. So- and the show that wound up the the slot went to they're like well there's this uh, uh, Hungarian uh, accordion player let's give him the the slot oh, that was Lawrence Welk Lawrence it wound up becoming Welk. the Lawrence, Lawrence Welk show right. but it was supposed to be Spade Cooley show right right yeah. but uh, that would name wouldn't wash anymore would it yeah I guess not I don't know I don't know it's, um, but yeah. uh, but 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 so you're in Champaign Illinois you said. That's where I grew, uh, grew up. up. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, were you playing music as a child? What was your first uh, exposure to playing music? Well, uh, I guess... Uh, Lawrence uh, Welk? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I first um, started uh, playing ukulele because we had my... No, I guess I started playing auto harp before that. But um, I, I had my uncle's ukulele, and uh, then I graduated to... Uh, uh, nylon string guitar, then eventually electric guitar, banjo. Then it, what it, is nylon? Oh, um, well, uh, classical guitars are use nylon strings oh, instead okay. of steel strings. Oh, all right. Uh, um, or, or originally what do you cut prefer, strings. Nylon or steel? Oh, um, depends on the song. Um, so, some songs um, are, are very nice with nylon. Mm. Um. Uh, usually, I use steel. Okay. For, uh, but yeah, it's. Now, are you a singer too? I sing a bit. Yeah. yeah okay. I, well, you seem so soft-spoken. I, I, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, you know, right. Out some lyrics and stuff. Well, he has kind of right. a lilting voice. You know, his, his uh, singing voice is much like his speaking voice. It's, oh, okay. It's, he's he, not a belter, I wouldn't say. But, right. Uh, yeah. Because I, 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 I've never I, seen you before. I'm a fairly I, I, quiet singer, uh, okay. as far as singers go. Right. So you're like Art Garfunkel, maybe? <laughs> he has a cool voice. Yeah, no, I, I dig Dave's voice. Um, yeah, something like a folk singer type of voice. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the the You know, the thing that um, George Benson does where he sings along with himself? Right, right. I like to do that. 
But I always thought it didn't really make sense to be like a jazz player and and singing along myself with myself in a in a in a a uh, 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 folk singer voice. Yeah, okay. But I but lately I've taken up to doing it. Yeah. Cause as my fingers get older, you know, I like. It, it's kind of strange how it works, but like, you're um, if you sing the thing that you're playing, then you forget about the pain in your fingers and you just go right to the huh. notes. Wow, really? Right. So you're you're, right, right. you're suffering some some uh, oh, discomfort oh, oh, these no, days? Just, uh, no, it's just, well, it's just a little bit stiffer, you know. Yeah. Now, my auntie um, Marty, she had to, um, uh, she, she was ready to give up when she was my age or younger. She was a, a piano player, professional piano you player. You have an Aunt Marty? Um, I, yeah, I had, a, uh, I had an Auntie Marty. And um, she know, was a piano player, like Martha. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mar- wait, uh, Martha. Yeah, they uh, called her Marty for uh, short, uh, right? Uh, Martha. Okay. Martha was her name. Uh, but um, she. Because I have an uncle Lucy. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a, a real aunt, um, Martha. Right. But she was a very excellent, amazing piano player. Uh-huh. But she was ready to quit. And then uh, my uncle Roger, who's a rheumatologist, oh. he started. Uh, stinging her with a bee in, in each hand uh-huh. every day, um, and he actually because he was nuts. <laughs> he, <laughs> what the fuck his, is that about? His, uh, his, some of his colleagues thought he was, but um, he uh, uh, the venom actually had like uh, anti-inflammatory right, right. properties. And he was one of the first okay. to do that. I mean, the first thing is it does make you inflamed, but then. Uh, the ultimate effect is she got to play for 20 more years. Wow, incredible. Yeah. And, I, and um, so I always hold that in my mind. I don't really want to be stung with a bee every day for a month. <laughs> but you but, would do it if you had to. <laughs> maybe yeah, that's a, something that might work. Well, Dave, I wanted to get into a little bit of your, your family background because I didn't mm-hmm. even know this about you. But you were talking the other day and you were telling me that you have a Japanese grandfather who came to the United States like uh, 1905 and was actually in the 1906 uh, San Francisco earthquake? He came here in 1903 when he was 16 years old, and then he was in the, uh, he landed in uh, San Francisco, then he was in the the famous 1906 earthquake. Wow, crazy! And mm-hmm. You were saying what that that they were uh, shipping they, people out. They they, uh, they were giving everybody free train rides to all points east after the earthquake because they the, didn't know what to do with yeah, them. Yeah, what we do with all these people? So right. So he took a train ride to the Midwest, which is where I we wound up eventually, and uh, he wound up going to dental school out there, and then uh, that's how he wound up back in Hawaii because. Uh, he was uh, sitting in the library one day, and he, and he saw this ad. Um, we need Japanese-speaking dentists in Hawaii. So, hmm. okay, he went, he went out there. Now, now, during World War II, was your family involved in any of that internment, uh, internal um, exile? I had uh, I had three uncles that were in the camps. Wow, uh, two of them got out by joining the army. And then, but my uncle Joe, he was a musician. He was a professional musician, so they kind he kind of had more freedom because they needed him to go and do gigs and stuff like that. So he <laughs> yeah. was uh, so gigs for the servicemen or for um, the internment people. Uh, he he played. He definitely played for the people 
living there. I don't I don't know if he got paid for that, but but yeah, they would let him out on gigs around town. I remember town. my mom always told me because she we I grew up in L.A. Mm-hmm. and they had Japanese neighbors and mm-hmm. they were taken to the internment camps. Mm-hmm. And my mom's family didn't have a icebox, but the family that was taken to the internment camps had one. Mm-hmm. So they got their icebox. Oh, oh wow. You know, they got oh, their icebox because they, uh-huh. they said, they, they were neighbors. They said, just take just our Just take it. Yeah, yeah you, we don't need it. We we're, don't we're know going. when we'll be back. Right, right. right. You know? Crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and ice is good. I like ice. Oh, yeah. It's a good it's, mixer, ice. Yeah, you said it's the best right. mixer, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the best mixer. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, well so Dave, uh, um, you... I know your mom was kind of a uh, an activist, had a mm-hmm. had a very political bent. You, do you think mm-hmm. that uh, experience of her father uh, or, or her her family being uh, you know caught up in this this uh, internment had had an impact on her? Um, yeah, I think that could have been a, a thing, or maybe just her. Uh, I don't know. She was. Uh, the, the the religious upbringing or something like that, you know, she was brought up as a, a Methodist. Well, my grandfather came over because he was inspired by this uh, Methodist missionary, mm-hmm. and and um, he liked the guy. I know, like a lot of people uh, think of like missionaries as going out to some place and screwing everything up, which I think is mostly true, but <laughs> but. Um, uh, he liked this guy, and um, that's why he came to the United States. But uh-huh. um, so, so your mom grew up in that that yeah uh, like religious activist. They they, kind they of went to this uh, Holy Cross Church, and um, the, like when I was growing up, well, I mean they they they. I guess my mom took me to a pro uh, anti-war protest so I was about. 10 or 11 years old during the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. But um, it wasn't like all the time or anything. But then after she, what she get, I, I, I was telling you that one song is about her getting arrested. And the song, and that uh, was, Mama Was a Jailbird. Mama Was a Jailbird. Right, right. right. And uh, that was after uh, my, my dad had passed away and, and uh, she was retired and, and my dad had passed away and she. She didn't have anything to do, and she, uh, um, her friends were doing that, and, and but it was, yeah, it, it was also from her heart. She, uh, she believed. Uh, in, so that in, was in, anti-war stuff. Was the um, other well, like uh, that, nuclear? The, the one or, where uh, she got a, right. The one where she got arrested. It was um, protesting the School of the Americas, where they. Um, Teach uh, in, in, in in South America, where they're training all these uh, well, dictators or well, training well, death right. squads and stuff. Death, training death squads right. and stuff like that, and the, and that was actually in um, in uh, uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. Oh, oh, okay. right, right, right. All right, and, so they're um, training death squads in Fort Benning, well, Georgia. Well, they're, yeah, 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 they're bringing guys from from right, South from, America and Central America. Up. Now, when's it's the first time you took acid? I good question, was, man. <laughs> I was about fourteen or fifteen, and okay. so that was in the er, in the early seventies, I guess. So that's uh, and your yeah. musical influences are you know you go from Don Ho to uh, you know uh, right um, Jerry Garcia, yeah, yeah, right. People don't talk about it, but I think that um, 
he, the, J- Jerry Garcia, I think everybody knows that he, he liked um, bluegrass, uh, uh, bluegrass yeah. and jazz and Django and greengrass and, 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 green and uh, hyphenated and, and tie stick. He liked right, that too. Right, right. And crack. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he was a cocaine smoker. But um, he, uh, um, I think that he also liked, uh, I see some other things like uh, West Afro pop, you know, or what mm-hmm. they used to call uh, uh, um, uh, Felicute, that kind of r- stuff. But, right. In the, in, in the 60s, they used to call it uh, uh, high life. Okay, right. Right. And, um, and, and then there, and, and I think, uh, you know, a little bit of like early Hawaiian music, I, I could hear that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the Grateful Dead was kind of a, a big influence on you, would you say? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, I got my first guitar on my thirteenth birthday, and all I did was play, go walk around the house playing Dark Star, just you know what the licks I could hear, you know, uh-huh. pick out from. <laughs> yeah, that's all I did for a now, month. When's your birthday? Um, October 4th. Oh, so you're yeah. a Libra. A Libra, right. I'm a Libra too, right. man. Okay, what's your birthday? October 20th. Okay. Okay. You know who awesome. was born on my birthday? No. Bela Lugosi. All right. Oh, nice. And he died on his birthday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like like our friend um, Colonel Bruce Hampton. Oh, he right? died on his birthday. That's yeah, right. on his birthday party. That's right. Yeah. In oh, front, they thought yeah. people were he, people thought he was doing a bit. He, he thought, yeah, they thought he was playing. Right, they thought he, he was on playing. stage and he, and he fell over. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look how funny Colonel Bruce is being. And, and yeah, actually, and, he had a and, massive and heart then attack he did, and he, he was dead. He yeah. never got up. Yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Holy cow. But the show must go on, right? right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, well, right. you know, die with your boots on, man. That's a, you know, right. if you got to go, I don't. That's 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 not a bad way to do it. Well, yeah. speaking of uh, going, Manny, I'm yeah. looking at the at the uh, drinks. I gotta the, go, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, this might be a good time to take a break. You know? Yes. Okay. We're gonna take a break, and uh, the nation knows what to do. So we'll be right back. From his perch in the oak Like a prayer to the sun As the first day broke He sings to the wicked And sings to the kind And to the lost soul Trapped in his labyrinth Wind Sing, mockingbird Sing your song Notes that you choose cannot be wrong. The melody helps me escape from my maze. Sing through the fog and the haze. Oh, sing for all of your days.
we're back. Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coleman. Back with our guest, Mr. Dave Easley. Now, Dave, I know you are new to the podcast, but uh, like our last guest, you're kind of diving in uh, with both feet. Uh, and uh, therefore, you, you will quickly find out that uh, we've had a checkered history with sponsorship. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're back to our original sponsor, which is Loose Change. Mm. Not Loose Cattle. Loose change. <laughs> and, you know, mm. loose change is, uh, it's, it's more of a figurative uh, uh, description nowadays since nobody, hardly, hardly anyone uses cash anymore, you know. But it's mm -hmm. that, that change that you have uh, in your pants pockets at the end of the day or used to have or, you know, on your dresser. Some people have a jar uh, that they put uh, loose change in. Mm -hmm. So it's that, that little extra bit of money that you, you have that doesn't, you know, you, you could live without it. So, uh, but we can't live without it. <laughs> the Troubleman <laughs> Podcast is a, a listener-sponsored operation. And uh, to that end, we have a, a Venmo link and a PayPal link that allows the uh, dedicated listeners to support the podcast, to buy these lovely cocktails uh, that, that we're having here. And in fact, uh, we have a shout out tonight to uh, our latest sponsor, uh, Miss uh, Sarah Bradley. Want to thank her for uh, buying tonight's cocktails. Oh, thank you, Sarah. And uh, you you're know, not drinking, man. Oh, you're only drinking water. Yeah, he was. No, right. You want to tell us? We were going to talk about why I asked Dave if he wanted a cocktail, <laughs> and he was telling me that uh, he said he doesn't like Sarah Bradley. Oh, <laughs> I, no, um, I'm actually allergic to alcohol. I, I always have been. It just um, really my, my body doesn't have the um, enzyme the enzyme that digests alcohol. Well, huh. that sucks. So, right, right. It's like, well, it's like <laughs> it's, a certain indigenous populations have that, like the people in so, Finland, some okay. of them, or like the okay. you know the Inuits or uh, you know Native Americans. Mm -hmm. So it maybe uh, so have you, something to do with that. Could be. Uh, yeah. Uh, and um, what about drugs? Are you allergic to drugs? I uh, not. Well, um, there's one uh, which is uh, just an over flaca. <laughs> no, he's cool with flaca. The, there's a there's an over the counter drug that you put on underneath your band aid. Uh, it's called a neosporin. Uh -huh. I'm actually allergic to that. Wow, really? Yeah, the way I found out was because um, I. Um, you used it. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's how you right. found well, out. Well, well um, I, w I had been using it for a long time, and I think I developed this allergy. But, but one time, I, I got bit by a dog. And so I had been putting this uh, neosporin on it, and, and uh, I didn't think it was a big deal. I, I, I was putting neosporin on it in a Band-Aid every day. And was it a big bite? It, it was a pretty small bite, very oh, small, small bite. bite. And, it started um, off small, but it was getting worse as well, you, as right. you went. Well, right. It was starting to get worse, so uh, an itch. So I went to the uh, uh, emergency room. And they, uh, they, they told me, they figured out that because um, the, the, uh, the red spot was just in the square, the exact same shape as the inside of the Band-Aid. <laughs> and so they figured out that um, this is allergic to, this the, aller allergic to the medicine. Okay. But the funny thing about that was they weren't really worried about the dog until I said, I happened to mention that it was in a, a club in um, in Mobile, where where I had gotten bit by the dog, 
In a club, a nightclub? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, well, you know, some well, people, yeah, like well, the Apple Barrel used to so let dogs. Mobile, so <laughs> Mobile came up, and they right. just like right. red flags came up. Uh, right, right. right. Because, and so then after that, then it was like, you know, one doctor comes in, another doctor comes in, they leave me alone for 20 minutes, you know, and so I'm looking on my phone. The whole time I, you're bleeding to death. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was saying, well, like, why why the sudden change in uh, uh, demeanor? In concern, right? Uh-huh. In demeanor, and so I'm, I'm, I, I, I go on Google, you know, and I see, oh, okay, so there's a big rabies outbreak in Alabama, but, uh-huh. but. Uh, Louisiana hadn't had uh, rabies in 40 years or oh. something. But, so they thought you so, might be rabid. Right, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Uh, yeah. But it, it all turned out fine. It all, good, right, good, right, good. And you're yeah. here healthy, healthy right. as a horse today. Well, right. uh, and, and so uh, uh, back to the, 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 uh, the loose change. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. we, we do have those, those uh, links to the PayPal and the Venmo uh, uh, accounts in the, the show notes of every episode, as well as the Facebook page, the pinned mm-hmm. post right up top there. And uh, speaking of Facebook, uh, follow us on social media, uh, share, share these uh, podcasts with your friends, and uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it. Rate, uh, review, and, and subscribe. Give us five stars. Cost you nothing. Helps us a lot. We, uh, as always, still have the Trouble Men podcast t-shirts for uh, you know, all you out there that want to represent out on the street. And uh, what else? Uh, we have, well, I have these uh, John Grow dates um, I'm, I'm going to go do. You can check out my Facebook page for, for all of those. And uh, our friend Brant Ryder still has his. Uh, yeah, he still has his. Um, Great company. Escape. Yeah, yeah Great, Great Escape, Escape Baking yeah. Company. We have the, the, yeah. the link right there in the show notes as well. And, and I know Manny likes the Healing Dragon. Uh, yeah, ointment. Healing Dragon is good. Are you still putting that on your gums? Or no. just just, just, no, no, just no. on your knees now. Okay. It's on my all right, knees. All right. Yeah. So uh, check that out. We have the uh, the troubled one five uh, promo code that's right yeah. there. You can uh, he'll give you fifteen uh, percent off of anything you order there. The they have the Delta Eight uh, gummies and Delta Eight cookies and all that stuff. It gets you high, people. Anyway, uh, so it seems like enough of that. Uh, back to our guest, <laughs> Mr. Dave Easley. So, Dave, you know, uh, you, you have such a uh, such a wide musical palette. You know, it, co- it comes from jazz, comes from, you know, uh, improvised music, uh, bluegrass. Uh, what kind of musicians influenced you at the that where you say were uh, important uh, influences, either on the instrument or on other instruments? Oh, well, some of my big influences were, like, Train was a big influence, Mm -hmm. John Coltrane, Bob Dylan, um, uh, 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 Dexter Gordon. um, Tiny Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't he play the ukulele? He did did play the ukulele. that's your first instrument. It was my first instrument. Uh, And that's, I'm not alone in... Having started on that um, and then gone on to something else, uh, John Coltrane and Jimi Hendrix uh, both started on the ukulele. Really? Oh. It's, it's just a thing in the back in the day, they, they were around in people's houses. And there was kind of a craze, like yeah, I guess when, yeah. when uh, Hawaii was, uh, you know, right. first uh, U.S. And possession and becoming a state, there was a... Right. That, well, that was part of the... Um, 
um, rise in popularity of the steel guitar to, uh-huh. you know, um, Joaquin Murphy and the... Um, I had thought that he was the one that, that lost his gig because of the... Because of that, um, Spade Cooley. Because of the murder. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I'm sorry, to make a joke, but about that. But uh, oh, yeah. So that was my it's not friend. Too soon. That was a long time. That was, right, right. That was that was our friend Johnny that that had the gig at that time. Wow. That, that's the way Steve Spitz tells the story. Okay. Anyway. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. But Johnny Bonvillian was an amazing uh, pedal steel guitar player, Wonderful. guy like yourself who could play anything. You know, right. could play country music, could also but, play uh, jazz, jazz, and yeah. uh, you know, just he, anything. Yeah, he really preferred to jazz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, did you spend a lot of time hanging out with Johnny? Did he, um, he must we have played loved together? Your playing, uh, huh? He was a really great guy, and, and we played together a little bit. You know, here at Wit. Uh, Carlo did a, had had a, an idea of making a, a duo record with me, and uh, I, I'm sorry we never did it. You yeah, know, uh, yeah, that would have been a blast. I spoke to Carlo today because uh-huh. I know that that you did some work for uh, Orleans Records, and uh-huh. and, you, and and so I I, I texted. So him. you have a steel guitar. What are other guitars made from? Um, well, well, explain uh, to Manny what a steel guitar is. Well, I, I, I think that they call it steel guitar because, like the the mo- for this particular type of uh, gu- steel guitar, the most common slide is is like made out of um, chrome steel, and um, so when you have a steel guitar, you're always sliding. Right, right. Um, As yeah, opposed there's, to other guitars, where what you're just yeah, you're you're uh, you're uh, in in your left hand, assuming you're a, a right-handed player. In your left hand, you you have this chrome bar, and and that takes the place of the frets. You uh, you don't have any frets on a, a steel guitar. They, it, it started. It evolved from um, from the Hawaiian guitar when um, the Hawaiian, uh, well, the Portuguese sailors sailing in and out of Hawaii, because it's like this this uh, uh, this port in the in the middle of this the largest ocean in the world, and so it was a good stopping place. So all kinds of uh, people now, do you lived trust there. The Portuguese. Oh, oh, I like yeah. the Portuguese I, people. They're I okay. do. I do. And um, the the you know, the Portuguese are are yeah. They that they are. They um, seem like good guys. I think I totally think they they do. They are um, the uh, like one that you were talking about drugs. One of the two no, countries. No, I wasn't talking about you. You're thinking about drugs, aren't you? We can go score right now if you want, man. It is snake and jokes. I know you're just wait around allergic. long enough. I've heard allergic. stories about snake and jokes. You're not yeah, allergic to everything, enough. are you, man? No, no, but I was going to say, like, uh, two countries, um, Holland and Portugal, they totally legalize all the drugs. And they have less drug problems. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, like, right, like right. it's all out out in the open. And exactly. If, hey, if you have a problem, we'll give you like uh, more uh, drugs, more treatment, right, right. Yeah, and and then they don't overdose as much because they know 
it's all the same. It's more you know? controlled. Con- right, 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 right. right. No, they're not off in the shadows. Uh, they're good right. guys. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're good yeah. Well, anyway, well, well, so I don't think Manny understands a, a pedal steel guitar. It's, it's, it's not like a regular guitar. It's like 10 strings, it's, flat kind right. of. Right, uh, it's a table with strings on it. And and then the pedal steel has pedals as well and as. I'm the, sorry, I forgot what you what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. So the pedals. Tell us pedal, about pedal uh, steel guitar. The, the pedals. The pedals change the tuning as you step on. Right, correct? right, right. And how you, many pedals are there? Oh well, it's different for each steel guitar, but um, mine has ten. Ten pedals. Twelve strings and ten. And you pedals only have and, two feet. <laughs> right, right. So. Um, so it's a whole you, math you, problem. Right. It's a, you know, and I saw one of the people that you played with is Howard Levy, right? I, yeah, I have played with him. Now, yeah. Howard Levy has that same kind of mathematical mind. You know, Howard Levy, not only is he a great piano player, he's a, uh-huh. a fantastic uh-huh. harmonica player. Right. And, you know, Howard can play like Beethoven on a, on a diatonic harmonica, you know, a right. marine, simple marine band harmonica. Right. But he does it by... You know, this whole uh, kind of complex thing in his head where he sees all these keys and he tries to explain it to you and it's... uh, Yeah, there's a... uh, Well, there's a way that um, you can... um, that, uh, uh, that that he can do something with his mouth that raises well, yeah, he can anything. Bend the notes. He can bend the notes anything, up or down. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. But, but even just the, his concept, it's it's sort of uh, like this genius level. Right. Uh, you know, mathematical yeah. interpretation of, mm-hmm. of. I don't know. I, I I kind of see you as a similar guy. Is is a lot of that kind of stuff going on in your head, Dave? Um. Well. I I just um, it's just a thing of learning the instrument, you know. The first time I saw him playing with um, uh, uh, Bella Fleck, uh-huh. I was there with my girlfriend who who you know doesn't play instruments, uh, can sing a couple of folk songs, you know, and and I said to her, you know, I was trying to educate her. I said, well, uh, that see that piano player, he's playing a chromatic harp, and um, she said. No, he isn't. And and I said, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's a chromatic harp. I can hear it. And um, she's like, um, well, no, I can see it from here. I know what those look like. Uh, my dad used to have one. No, that's not a chromatic harp. And then it turned out that she was right and I was wrong. It's uh, it's just a regular harp. Yeah, he can play a regular diatonic yeah, harmonica yeah. and make it sound like like right. a, like a piano. I mean, but, like play but all the notes. He both. sort of explained to me that. What he does with his mouth is kind of the, basically the same thing as what the button does on the side of a chromatic harp. Mm-hmm. It uh, it just raises any note uh, half he, step. He can just do it automatically. He can do That's it what my wife said. What I could do with my mouth. It's the same thing. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Chromatic kind of thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hitting all the half steps. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, well, Dave, you know, a, f- a few of the artists you've worked with, I wanted to kind of touch on some of these. You know, I, I know, like, Brian Blade, uh, great, mm-hmm. not local guy, but, you know, Louisiana guy. Mm-hmm. You've done a lot of work with him. You, you, this, uh, this fellowship band that, mm-hmm. that you've done a lot of work with. Tell us about, about that group and, and how you got involved with the Brian Blade uh, Fellowship. Oh, well, I was uh, rehearsing over at Jim Singleton's house, 
um, one day, and uh, and Brian came by, and I I had I was already a fan of his, you know, having seen him play it around town and everything. So we were chatting, and um, uh, and I just thought, oh, what what a great guy! How great to meet that guy! But then uh, a few months later, he he just called me and uh, um, and said, hey, I'm putting a band together. Okay, and and um, so. He he just um, uh, had written a lot of music, yeah. And as well as John Coward, the piano player, he he wrote some music for that too. Uh because mm-hmm. uh, John Grow was t- saying to me today that that's one of the longest running kind of uh, you know modern jazz groups of this of this modern era now. You know, oh right. Opposed to you know they had groups in the past, Herbie, you know, or you know, those kind of but. Right, that's a good point because they're still playing. Now they're a they're a smaller group now. Uh, when we started out, we were seven pieces. Okay, but um, um, we had it got to be a little too expensive to to keep that many people on the road. Right, right. We mentioned the Grateful Dead. I know you did some work with uh, uh, Bill Kreutzmann. The the time I got to play with Bill, it was at one of those um, uh, charity. Oh, okay. The, where where everybody plays with everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to mention a, 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 a tremendous musician in town. I think you were affiliated with uh, Tim Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we played together a lot, me and Tim. Uh, Tim was a great saxophone Tim, um, player. Um, you know, Super nice guy. Right. Night, Passed yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. But uh, tell us about your association with Tim. Well, um, we played uh, in the in three now four. But he was probably the longest running horn player for the time I played with three now four, with Charlie Miller before him, uh-huh. and then Tim right up until he passed away. We did do um, that one record in um, uh, in Paris with the with the Transylvanian saxophone player because um we we were over there and and playing and um and and jim was just uh uh, you know really happy with the way the band sounded Mm -hmm. uh jeff boudreau was on drums and jeff boudreau uh, wow yeah and and and, uh nicholas simeon and and uh sounded really great so we did a that record over there but um uh, Tim was on the second record, um, Book of Spells, Book of Spells. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, so, you know, you, you play this instrument that uh, has many traditional applications, you know, country music, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. the, but uh, y- you have such a non-traditional approach uh, to it in, in terms of just a- applying the the instrument to all these kinds of musics, jazz in particular. Um, I was wondering, other other uh, pedal steel players that that you saw doing the same thing. You know who I always think of is uh, is Ben Keith. Ben Keith, who yeah. you know played Play. played with with uh, Neil Young, Neil Young. In, mm-hmm. you know traditional music, but his mm-hmm. use of the of the pedal steel wasn't like what a Nashville guy would mm-hmm. would do you know it was like more atmospheric uh, mm-hmm. I don't know does mm-hmm. have you ever been around Ben Keith or what what do you think about that statement I I never met uh, Ben but I definitely you know I grew up listening to the the harvest and and uh, the Neil Young records and and stuff right. 
and um, um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, and and the the birds, I I, I liked uh, their music a lot in terms of like country country rock. And Jerry, uh, Jerry himself, he was uh, uh, in terms of like blending country and rock. Uh, uh, he had a really nice style. Right? Were you into like the the Burrito Brothers, Grant mm-hmm. Parsons? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. You know, I recently saw they had uh, a film premiere of the uh, I think it's called like Harvest Time or something. The the whole Harvest. Uh, Recording sessions were filmed. Oh wow! Uh, at the at, you know when they were recording them there in California, and then when they went over to record with the London Philharmonic to do "Man Needs a Maid," mm-hmm. uh, and all of that is filmed. And they it was recently released uh, and it played at the the Broad Theater. It's going to come out, I think, like one of these streaming services sometime this this spring. But man. I got chills watching it because you see them there cutting like, you know, doing a take of, of Alabama uh-huh. and it sounds exactly like the record. It's just those five guys playing live uh-huh. and you're thinking, oh, this has got to be the take. This is it. Yeah, I've heard uh-huh. this a million times before and then suddenly it breaks down and Neil goes, oh man, I broke a string. <laughs> and you realize, oh no, that's how they sounded every time. That's, you know, uh-huh. that. But anyway, you should check wow. that out, man. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you get chills watching it. I did anyway. Wow. Anyway, so let's talk about some of these other uh, these groups. I, I saw you played in this group, uh, Psychic Temple. Like, did a whole bunch of records with those guys. Who, who was that? Right. Oh, well, that's, Chris, that's one of Chris Shalarb's group, groups. And um, he's uh, a friend from Los Angeles. And um, he... Um, well, he first contacted me to to just uh, do uh, sessions for him, and um, uh, we uh, um, were uh, 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 working over the internet. Um, oh, okay. At first, you know, um, just because of the uh, pandemic. Oh no, no, this was before that. Um, but I, uh, for a long time, I've been um, uh, doing. Uh, um, like I played with this uh, Czechoslovakian jazz piano player, and and I I just played in my living room, uh-huh. and um, uh, so people can just uh, send you stuff, and 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 you play on it, and then you send them back your track. Sure, yeah, it's kind of so, a, a chain letter. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right, and it's um, you know it's uh, it saves the expense of. Uh, putting everybody in the same room and buying plane tickets and all that stuff. But um, then eventually... you might not like these people (laughs) if you actually got in a room with them. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I I did really have a lot of fun when... um, when uh, he eventually he said, okay, now you got to come out and and we're going to do like uh, several sessions in a row. And and then so... um, then he he did the Byways of the Moon record, you know. He he flew me out there, and I did some stuff for his group. Uh-huh. And then and then this last year we did another record, a jazz ballads record, or or just a ballads record, I guess I should say. And and that's probably gonna come out in uh, 
October or something. But I during the week I I did uh, uh, some some other sessions. I, I think there might be another psychic tempo session, psychic temp- temple session in there. Okay. And um, it, uh, it yeah, and it, you know the magic of all playing in the same room together is is. Um, you know, right. it's you magic. Just, you can't replace it. <laughs> well, yeah. Right, yeah. If, uh, uh, especially for like jazz music or something like that. Sure, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, Carlo uh, Detta, when I was speaking to him today, he brought up the the uh, Artifacts band. Uh-huh. Right. He was mentioning this, this tune, Bloody Gold, and he was saying okay. how much he loved that tune. Right. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so glad when people, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Carlo really liked that one. Yeah, that was uh, that was. I, I still do it sometimes. We'll do it on uh, May twenty third. Okay, I'll, I'll send you a chart. We, we have an, we have another uh, Dave Easley Easley Rider gig coming up. That was it was such uh, a success the other night at uh, at BJ's. Oh yeah, Sunday they night. they, they asked for us back right away. They immediately yeah. booked us for another one. So that's right. That's exciting to be to to have that. Well, so Dave, I, I know you know we're kind of coming to the the you know downslope of the podcast here, but mm-hmm. I, I know you know your your mother's political engagement. I think that's kind of carried on to you. You're still kind of a politically engaged guy. Um, uh, yeah, to a certain extent. I'm, I um, yeah, I I I really uh, uh, I hate both of the parties. I okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> now it's it's interesting. You know, we're living this this. Uh, and here's a guy that, that well, no, is, is in problem, neither one of them. The problem with both parties <laughs> is that they're too fucking old. They're all just mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. old people. We need to get both parties get some young people in there. The Democrats <sighs> are old. The Republicans are old. We need to get just rid of these old people. And you know what it comes down to, man? It's term limits. Get rid, you know, start doing term limits. Mm-hmm. Well, you got like yeah, McConnell. I mean, McConnell's right. been there for like 80 years. He right. looks like fucking Frodo or whatever, that freak from Lord of the Rings right. and stuff like that. Right. Term it's, limits is the way to go in this country. I, I think, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate I hate to say it, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the cause for a lot of corruption and stuff like that. Yeah. They, they know they can go on and on. On and on and on, and on forever. Yeah. Democracy by referendum, you know, okay. like to uh, to have everything be done that way. Like the way uh, marijuana crisscrossed the country starting in just California and then um, now like half the country Right, state Absolutely. by state, even right. though federally it's still illegal, where but, it's almost becoming a fait accompli on right, a national right, level. Right, right, and it's mostly, or at least it had to get started with referendums because uh-huh. the 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 politicians they're too much in the pockets of the uh, uh, the, the drug companies and and the alcohol industry, and it, you know they got all these mega donors and the, right, and right, the prison industrial complex, exactly, right, right, exactly. Right. So it, it you know the when you get people to but then they can spend a billion you can put something on the referendum and they can spend a billion dollars in the big ad campaign too. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, <laughs> it's especially a, it's Citizens tough United, you man. Go, yeah, right, yeah. Since, right. since 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 uh, yeah. uh, money equals right. speech, right, and, right. and companies are are uh, yeah. are people. Now, <laughs> yes, uh, right. it, it is it is a tough spot we're in. Good times, though. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's the best of times. It's the right. worst of times. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh, that could be in a book. <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
Well, uh, Dave, uh, I don't know. It seems like the sky's the limit for you here. You know, it's all sunshine and roses in the future for Dave Easley. <laughs> <laughs> We're going up to Alaska next week. And, oh, really? Uh, right, right. Why? Uh, what are you uh, doing up there? Oh, yeah, well, we are going to Alaska. <laughs> Speaking of Alaska. What North could be gained um, by going to Alaska? Oh, oh yeah, we're... Uh, You're going to shoot down balloons? <laughs> No, we're um, we're going to uh, my friend Zach. Um, he has a, a restaurant up there, and um, we're going to play up there. And he's going to uh, he he wanted to know our shoe sizes. He's going to get us uh, snowshoes so we can go <laughs> go hiking around and show us around the uh, snowshoes come in sizes. That's surprising. <laughs> So wait right. a minute, you're more driving from New Orleans to Alaska? Do you have any gigs in between? Oh, no, no, he's going to fly us out. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, I was going to say. <laughs> right, that's a, a long, yeah, that's yeah. a long way it's to a go. a long haul, yeah. 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 All right, well, uh, Dave, thank you so much, man. Thank, thank you for fun. having me. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Oh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's, oh, it's, pleasure's it's, all it's, it's, it's great. great to meet you, Manny. Yeah. And uh, Dave, as always, uh, in the Troubled Nation, on the Troubled Men podcast, we like to say, trouble never ends. But the struggle (laughs) continues, Dave. The struggle continues. Good night. Good night. Good night.